Good morning and welcome to the first episode of my podcast, Morning Motivation with Linda. Most of you know that I am passionate about helping you be your best self. I'm calling you to rise higher. And so we're starting a new challenge that um, is going to begin with reading some scripture as we walk. The idea is that you take me with you and um, we will do a both a physical walk as well as a spiritual walk. And we are going to track our steps just like um, we've done in some other challenges. But this one will be combining um, some spiritual aspects too. Um, it is hard to focus sometimes on losing weight and being our best selves and getting in our steps every day, getting um, that belief muscle in ourselves and our confidence built every day, getting that positive mindset going every single day. And so we need a little help. We need a group of people that will hold us accountable. We sometimes need a guide to take us through that so that we know the next most important steps to take. And so it is my hope that throughout this two-week challenge, that a couple of things will happen, that you'll um, grow in your spiritual life. You will be a more positive person in two weeks by making this a habit. You will benefit from going out for a walk. And so your body will start um, taking shape, if you will. And also, it is my belief, as we, as you know, how I feel about baby steps, that it's my belief that when we make one good choice, that other good choices come naturally. So we're going to start out with some that kind of work together. We're going to work on it for a couple of weeks so that it becomes a habit. And then along the way, we are going to reward ourselves with some with some better, health, healthier choices in terms of eating too. And we don't have to do it every day. Remember, it's baby steps. It's just doing some simple things every day so that you continue to move forward in your progress. So I am going to start today's walk with some scripture from Luke chapter 24. And uh, let's see, we start with verse 13, I believe. And this is the story of the walk to Emmaus. This is actually what uh, came to mind as I was reading this and thinking about uh, the walk to Emmaus and how Jesus uh, came upon the disciples and they didn't recognize him. I thought, I just started thinking, boy, it would be kind of cool to connect a physical walk with a spiritual walk. And so this is the passage that kind of kicked it off for me. So I'm going to read that to you right now. And so as you walk, just take in the sights, look up and out and around you and notice the beauty of this season. If you haven't already warmed up and you're on your way out of the house, or if you're um, listening to me to take a break from a task that you've been working on that you just need a mental, positive um shift in thinking or whatever and and you're taking me along with you on a quick walk or if you have an urge to eat a whole bag of oreo cookies for example 
take me along with you and instead of eating that cookie, do something else and something better for your body and go for a quick walk, release some different um, endorphins and chemicals in your body so that you won't want that cookie when you get home. So take me along whenever it is that you're walking and then just notice the beauty around you, the sounds, the sights, whatever you want to focus on, and then just listen to my voice as I go walking with you. So here's Luke 24, and the chapter is entitled, The Road to Emmaus. That same day, two of them were walking to the village Emmaus, about seven miles out of Jerusalem. They were deep in conversation, going over all these things that had happened. In the middle of their talk and questions, Jesus came up and walked along with them. But they were not able to recognize who he was. He asked, What's this you're discussing so intently as you walk along? They just stood there, long-faced, like they had lost their best friend. Then one of them, his name was Cleopas, said, Are you the only one in Jerusalem who hasn't heard what happened during the last few days? He said, What has happened? They said, The things that happened to Jesus the Nazarene. He was a man of God, a prophet, a dynamic in work and word, blessed by both God and all the people. Then our high priests and leaders betrayed him, got him sentenced to death, and crucified him. And we had our hopes up that he was the one, the one about to deliver Israel. And it is now the third day since it happened. But now some of our women have completely confused us. Early this morning, they were at the tomb and couldn't find his body. They came back with the story that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Some of our friends went off to the tomb to check and found it empty, just as the women had said, but they didn't see Jesus. Then he said to them, So thick-headed, so slow-hearted, why can't you simply believe all that the prophets said? Don't you see that these things had to happen, that the Messiah had to suffer and only then enter into his glory? Then he started at the beginning with the book of Moses and went on through all the prophets, pointing out everything in the scriptures that referred to him. They came to the edge of the village where they were headed. He acted as if he were going on, but they pressed him. Stay and have supper with us. It's nearly evening. The day is done. So he went in with them. And here is what happened. He sat down at the table with them. Taking the bread, he blessed and broke and gave it to them. At that moment, Open-eyed, wide-eyed, they recognized him, 
and then he disappeared. Back and forth they talked. Didn't we feel on fire as he conversed with us on the road as he opened up the scriptures for us? Now, I'm not sure what is coming up for you. You may be thinking about walking as you're walking. You may be thinking about times in your life where perhaps Jesus was in your midst, in a conversation perhaps with between you and a friend, and he was right there with you. Because where two or more are gathered, we know that he is in our midst. And aren't we like those two disciples walking along the road, sometimes not even noticing what's going on right in front of us. They were walking, or Jesus was going to walk, as he indicated to them, from the town of Emmaus to Jerusalem. And that is a distance of about seven miles. And I thought it would be interesting if we took a seven-mile journey in the next couple of weeks. Um, I've done the math on that, and it's really not that many steps a day to walk seven miles. I mean, some people could do that in a matter of a couple of days, and we all will have a couple of weeks to do this. And again, there's nothing magical about it. If you don't get seven miles done in two weeks, it's not a big deal. We are really trying to develop the habit. But in, in two, yeah, about two weeks, um, I, I think I figured it out for four weeks when I first wrote this down, but let's just talk about uh, two weeks. That's like, you know, 1,400 steps, 1,400 steps. So divided by two, that's about 7,000 steps in a week. And then when you divide that out um, per day, you know, we're talking four or five hundred a day. So it's not a lot of steps. It's, you know, a walk around the block, 10, 15 minutes or so. But um, that's what got me thinking about this whole challenge where we're going on both a spiritual walk and a physical walk. So the goal will be seven miles. But back to the story, you know, don't we often find ourselves like those disciples where we're not paying attention. We're caught up in the happenings of the world, much like they were. They were talking and discussing um, the news of the day, if you will. This Jesus had been crucified over that weekend. And there was some confusing reports back that he was no longer in the tomb. And Jesus walks in their midst and shows them in Scripture all the time Scripture mentioned him and all of the prophecies he needed to fulfill in his mission while on earth. And so it was in the reading of the scriptures and the breaking of the bread that they recognized our Lord. And they did invite him to stay with him, or excuse me, stay with them. So there's some, I think, really interesting lessons for us to ponder today. You know, are we missing Jesus in our midst Are we not recognizing some of those holy conversations that we have with people who need us and forget that Jesus is in our midst? Are we forgetting to turn to his word on occasion 
and find truth there and find revelations there, find Jesus there. And so I just ask you to think about those things today as you walk and take me with you. And tomorrow we'll continue on with this story. My intent is to make these audio recordings about 15 minutes. And they may get a little longer in next week, but you'll know you got about 15 minutes to walk with me. You then can certainly, um, you know, head for home as we're winding down. Or you can continue to walk and think more on on your own observations from the story. Thanks for joining me today on this very first episode. (coughs) I promise I'll try to be better as um, the days go by, but this is my inaugural, if you will, podcast. And um, if you have some friends that you think might enjoy that, I would love to have them join as well. You can share this link with your friends and invite them into Baby Steppers so that we can celebrate our wins together. And um, in the meantime, have a wonderful day and just um, know that Christ is in our midst. He's walking with you and I and with you and your contacts this day too. So have a wonderful day, everyone. Enjoy your walk. And just enjoy being in your own thoughts and in the present moment, walking forward today. I will see you or you will hear from me and we will be together tomorrow for our walk as well. Have a wonderful day, everyone.